0: <laughs> I remember speaking to my boss and saying, Hey, yeah, this is not really what I expected. I, uh, I'd i like something more, please. And he looked at me and said, Well, this is all we've got. This is the job. Hey, I'm Melina. And essentially, this is a one-woman show about a girl finding her way called Don't Forget Your Lipstick. Your girl who isn't going to give you the runaround. I'm honest and really tell it how it is. Welcome to the hashtag DFYL podcast. Now don't get it twisted. This is not about makeup or specifically only centered towards love and relationships, but more about how young women can learn to love themselves. New episodes every Monday morning. Now it's why my friends kicked my ass and told me i should start sharing my story my story of hope and resilience now i'm here to tell you that i've had to fight for my joy and sometimes i still feel like i'm fighting for it now this week i'm tackling millennials who feel lost or stuck right now and why young people should focus on how they want to feel By the way, I'm recording this episode in my home. I cracked a window open so you might hear some rain today. I live in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Enjoy. Millennials, who are they? Well, I don't know who they are, but hello, I'm Melina and I'm a millennial. Born in the 90s were the generation that grew up with cassette tapes and also with the internet. We grew up with the concept that everything we set our minds to is possible, like the sky is the limit. But most of us graduated during or after economic crisis. And when we were ready to start our awesome life, there were no jobs for us. So we feel, yeah, lost and stuck. And part of the reason obviously are the expectations we have for ourselves and expectations that the world has of us. Now this is because you try to create a life that matches those expectations. So when you had to pick a career path or what you wanted to study in college, you probably picked the one that was, one, most likely going to give you the life that matched your expectations, or two, more or less aligned with your interests and values. So when you picked your career life or your studies, you matched it to your dream job. But then, if you're like me, you quickly realized it's not working or it's not going to work. So the sky's the limit is not actually true. It's more like we're going to have to wait till the sky turns pink for our dream to become a reality. And it's quite sad. And I feel like that's why a lot of us feel stuck or lost right now. And I want to go back to when I chose my career back in college, what I decided was going to be my career for the next... 60 years because that's what I was led to believe from my parents from society and why I would end my days in a newsroom and why at 28 years old I don't believe that to be true anymore so I got into journalism when I was back in college and and was trying to get extra credits for an English class and I was told if I would write for the school newspaper I would get extra credits therefore I signed up and then developed this passion for storytelling and for sharing people's stories and so I got into journalism and then from this passion of mine where I thought hey I can do this for a living because a it's different and exciting and fun every single day and b It's not a typical nine to five job, hence why I felt like the sky is the limit and I can go ahead and live this sort of lifestyle by becoming a reporter and living my life on my own terms and covering stories that I wanted to cover, stories and topics that I was actually interested in. So I went to university and studied journalism for three years and uh, in the meantime, did a bunch of internships and then graduated and boom, got no job, had no job offers, which led me to have to move eight hours north from my home city, Montreal, to a small remote area to kickstart my career. But this was all in the mindset that I would need to sacrifice a little now to eventually later on live that dream life I had led myself to believe when I chose my career back in college. You get where I'm going with this? So I move and start working as a reporter full time in this remote little town And get to learn. But always with the mindset of hoping to go back home one day, hoping to leave that place one day, right? But again, I was optimistic and I've always been an advocate for learning and so I took every opportunity I've had as a learning and teaching experience. So I didn't go there thinking I was the best. I went there thinking I'm going to learn to then eventually get to something better and bigger, right? So that was my goal. So went there and then fast forward 4 years, I remember going and speaking to my boss and saying, "Hey, um yeah, this is not really what I expected. I, uh, I'd i like something more, please, is basically what I said. And he looked at me and said, well, this is all we've got. This is the job. This is what it is. And I was there thinking, well, this can't be it. No, no. Like my dream, what I thought was going to be cool, is not cool. No, that doesn't make sense. And so naturally what I did was quit and decided to go travel for a year, (laughs) right? Like that's the natural move. That is the move that every millennial does when they're unhappy with their current living situation. But that's what I did because at the time I felt like, well, I was lied to. I felt like, well, this isn't what life is all about. And if this was supposed to be a job where I could live my life on my own terms, well, then where, where's my life? This is not living. I remember thinking, this is not living. Therefore, let me get out of this situation and let me go live. And that's why I decided to travel because I was just genuinely not happy. And I'm not saying when you're not happy, pick up your stuff and leave and run away from your problems. But what I am saying is I was not happy. I felt stuck and I definitely felt lost. And the other reason why I feel like so many millennials are stuck and lost at some point in their lives is because we lack meaning. There's a lack of meaning somewhere, right? So even if you do reach everything you set your mind to, This doesn't necessarily make you feel happy and fulfilled. And that's how I felt. I remember speaking to my boss and being like, well, no, this can't be it. And, you know, we get a lot of hate from older generations, especially boomers who always say that millennials are the purpose generation. Like it's a bad thing. So yes, we want to reach our goals, but we want to get more out of it than money and status. I know I'm saying it how it is because it took years and years of internal soul searching and a year of traveling with a 46 liter backpack that almost broke my back for the rest of my life to understand that it's not our fault. And now I want to talk about reality versus expectation. So for me, it was the same. All I wanted was a comfortable life with security, financial security, but also relationship security and nice, luxurious things. We all want to be able to buy things for ourselves. I never wanted to worry. I never wanted to be like my parents and worry about losing my job. I always felt like we were and we are are the generation of options. So my choice to go to journalism school was a pretty logical one. Journalists tend to make enough money to live a comfortable, luxurious, and secure life. Also, I found the journalism aspect of it all interesting enough to tell myself that I would dedicate my life to it, my 40 to 60 years to it, right? So the choice to go to journalism school was a simple and logical one. But when I graduated and started my first job, it didn't match my expectations at all, right? So thoughts like, is this it? And is this what I work for? Is this all that life is? Why do I feel so unfulfilled? Popped up in my head. It just did. It's why I spoke to my boss. It's why I quit my job. And it's why I traveled, So the is this it thoughts and this unsatisfied feeling are what is called a quarter life crisis. And I had that at 26 years old. That's when I quit my job to travel at 26. Okay, quarter life crisis. And many millennials get one at some point in their life. And I got mine and I'm sharing it with you today. And if you do, and if you are feeling like you are, entering a quarter-life crisis, please shoot me a DM on Instagram at where to next Molina. Let's chat it out, girl. Let's chat it out. And during my quarter-life crisis, when I went into journalism, I was focusing on sharing people's stories. But then what I quickly realized working in a newsroom was that I was sharing people's stories based off of daily hot topics. So they weren't really the stories I wanted to talk about or the people I was genuinely interested in interviewing. It was based off of trends, based off of real life events happening right now. Like this is something we need to talk about today. This fire is happening right now, right? But because I felt lost and stuck, I went back to my passion for storytelling and also took it up a notch and focused on my love for traveling. So I decided why not quit everything, travel and meet people and share their stories when I get back. This whole notion of you can do whatever you set your mind out to do is true, but sometimes it's okay to know that you don't know what you're meant to do on this earth and that the way your life has turned out is okay, it's what's meant to be. But a lot of us will feel disappointed because we expected a certain outcome and now we're not happy with it, so we feel lost and stuck. And yes, this can even happen when you have a good life, when you feel like everything is good around you. But sometimes you'll be home at night, you'll be alone or you'll be with your partner or with your kids. And although you feel happy and satisfied, you're not and the reason why this happens is because you've created a life around the expectation of what you thought life should be about and you didn't create a life that matches up with how you want to feel in life so you see how this can create a disconnect and i'm all about feelings so when you feel lost and stuck we need to figure out why you are feeling lost and stuck. So I want us to focus on how you want to feel because I believe that happiness is an inside job and happiness begins with your mindset and when you build a life that is aligned with how you want to feel, chances are that you end up being happier and feeling more satisfied. Because when you do that, the choices that you make will be in service of creating the feeling that you actually want in your life. And unfortunately, this isn't something we learn in school. We don't learn to create a life that matches up with how we want to feel. We don't learn about this when we talk to our parents. We don't learn about this when we try to talk to our teachers about our goals and our ambitions. No one around us is talking about how we want to feel. We're often being told or we're often painting a picture of what life is going to be for us. And we have it all set in stone, right? Nine to five job, boyfriend, girlfriend, marriage, kids, retirement. Like that is the perfect picture, right? But it's not. And I've allowed myself to come to terms with the fact that that might not be it for me. And that someday we will find what we're looking for, or maybe not. I seriously could not live for a nine to five job or wait for my well-deserved two week vacation. I'd have to wait a whole year of work to go on vacation. And I just kept thinking to myself, why do we keep doing this? Who said this is how I should be living my life? So when you focus on creating an outside image without taking your inside image into account, at some point you'll realize that there's this disconnect and that the life you've created doesn't actually make you happy. And I think for a lot of us, especially right now during the pandemic, during this COVID-19 crisis, we're all sort of trying to live around, a lot of us are learning to take a step back, to look at our life choices and to focus on things that really, really bring meaning into our lives. And I feel like every single person Every single human being wants to live a purposeful, meaningful, and fulfilling life. Not everyone is aware of this, but this is a true desire that we have. And purpose, meaning, and fulfillment don't necessarily come from the car that you're driving or Amazon Prime Day, or the amount of money you have in your bank account. I want us to focus On our mindset. Focus on what it is that we truly enjoy doing. What is it? I have a friend who works at Starbucks full-time, but tells me she loves it. She loves asking people for their favorite coffee order, loves writing their name, puts a little heart to it. This brings her joy. She feels Fulfilled, She has meaning. So I want to give us some tips on how we can get unstuck as a millennial. Now that I feel like we know what is causing us to feel stuck and lost, the question is, how do you get unstuck? So I have five tips for y'all today, okay, that I think will truly help. Number one is to accept it. The quarter life crisis is real, okay? We gotta come to terms with the fact that we've been lied to, with the fact that you can work very, 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 very extremely hard to become a lawyer and you get into that law firm, you start working and after a year you're like, ah, you know what? I don't like this. This isn't for me. It can happen. And it's okay. We need to accept that we're having a quarter-life crisis and that we feel stuck. There's no shame in it. And we all go through a crisis at some point in our lives. And it could be at 28 for you. It could be at 22. It could be right now while you're in college. And you're like, I'm in business, but I want to take a painting class. It could be right now while you're in college. And I say, go take that painting class. So accept the situation for what it is and I want you to move on from there. I want you to understand that your feelings are real and that you being disappointed is real. It's not by chance that you're feeling this. You're meant to be feeling this right now. So I want you to accept it and I want you to really dive deep within yourself and understand why you are not happy. Number two... I want us to manage our expectations. So I want us to start managing the expectations that we have of our life and of ourselves. So life isn't about going to school, getting a full-time job, getting married, buy a house, have kids, and live happily ever after, okay? We're not in Disney. This is not a Disney movie. And life isn't as engineerable as you once thought right like it's not this clear-cut path so i want you to start to see where you can make those adjustments in your life like if right now your ultimate goal you tell yourself is to get a boyfriend in order to be happy i need you to focus on why this so-called boyfriend that does not exist why having a boyfriend you think will make you happy I don't think the boyfriend will make you happy. I want you to go back to this so-called path of yours, this checklist that you've created. And I want you to understand where you're at. So if right now you feel like, okay, well I've got my life, my career, my friends, that's all good. But right now my boyfriend situation, my happily ever after with the man of my dreams is not working out. I need you to understand why it's not working out, right? I've talked about this in previous episodes when I dive deep into relationships and and love. I truly do not believe that this boyfriend or this person you're searching for is searchable. We have to stop believing that we're we're out hunting and finding this perfect person okay I want us to focus on why we're not happy because right now you think you're not happy because you don't have this boyfriend right I'm, I'm giving boyfriend as an example by the way but you're not happy not because you don't have the boyfriend you're not happy because there's something else in your life that's not making you happy that's not making you feel like you have purpose that you are fulfilled right now so I want you to let go of those expectations of well I'm 28 and I don't have a boyfriend right Right now therefore I'm not happy. I want you to remove those expectations and I want you to focus on why you're not happy and this will make your life a lot easier and enjoyable when you come to terms with your feelings. Number three, discover the disconnect. Get clear on where in life there might be a disconnect between your inner and outside world. Why is it, again, that you're not happy. But why is it that outside, when you look at it from an outside point of view, you're super happy. You have everything that you want, but inside you're not. I want you to get clear on why there's this disconnect. I want you to ask yourself, how do I want to feel? Because a lot of the times we focus on what we want, instead of focusing on how we want to feel and I want us to reverse that and I want to go back to kind of you know what one of my favorite authors talks about all the time Danielle Laporte in her desire map book if you've never read it I encourage you to go read that book because it is a gem but I want you to focus on your desires Danielle LaPorte talks about this all the time and in her book, The Desire Map, she talks about how we actually get to choose how we want to feel because for so many years, we've been trained to measure our value with grades, with dollars, with things, with pounds, with likes. It's kind of like a desire revolution. I really need you to go check out Danielle LaPorte. Number four, make the changes so once you know where the disconnect is once you once you feel like you're now understanding how you want to feel you'll need to start making these changes and the only way to do that is to get over the crisis is to get over the quarter life crisis and you need actionable steps and so the strategy here is to love yourself right? Because even the most neglected form of intelligence, our society that values productivity over love is the cause of so much of our suffering, right? So I want you to start by loving. And then I want you to speak to yourself with compassion. Compassion is so powerful. And I want you to feel more real and you will become more well. You'll serve with joy and you'll manifest your dreams in a more meaningful way. Because right now you're feeling stuck and lost because your life isn't aligned with who you truly are. So I need you to realign yourself, okay? It's kind of like going back. And I know for a lot of us, we never talk about feelings. I did not grow up in a household where we spoke about feelings, but we need to because when we're living this crisis and during a pandemic where we all can feel suffering right now and pain, we need to refocus our thoughts and our emotions. And number five, you're going to need to get help. Okay, you might need to get some professional help to get out of your quarter life crisis because you really do not have to figure it out all by yourself, okay? I couldn't figure it out by myself. I needed to get away, and so my my way of es- of escaping it all was traveling, but you're going to need to get help. It's hard to have to say out loud that at a young age you're feeling stuck and you're feeling lost, but I promise you that if you focus on your desires and you shift how you feel on the inside, that feeling of calm, peacefulness, connected purpose will allow you to strive again. You'll stop looking outward and comparing yourself to others. And you'll feel like you will not need to go, go and play catch up with everyone else. There's nothing to catch up to. It's just you. It's the universe, it's co-creating the feelings that you want to have and the desired outcome that will be more meaningful than any how-to self-help business guide you'll ever read. This episode was all about shifting your perception and helping you to really go after what is truly important and let go of the rest. Before I go, I just want you to know that I appreciate each and every one of you jumping on this podcast episode week after week. We are at episode 32, ladies and gentlemen, and I know I could not have done this without you. I record these all alone in my living room, but with the intention of serving you with the intention of allowing you to understand that i've been through some shit, but i'm here to help you Get through some of yours and you know, you can reach out to me every day, every minute of your day on IG. Send me a DM at where to next Melina. I love speaking to y'all every day. I love connecting with you guys. I love sharing my favorite recipes with y'all. Now, before I go, a lot of you love how I've been signing off. So I want us to again, and I want to reiterate again, don't forget your lipstick. Don't forget who you are. Don't forget your soul. Don't forget to love. Don't forget that you're enough. Don't forget that we need you. Don't forget that you're beautiful. Don't forget to care. Don't forget your passion. Don't forget to eat mindfully. Don't forget your time is valuable. Don't forget your journey. Don't forget your transformation. Don't forget your pain. Don't forget your joy. For more inspiration, follow my day-to-day on Instagram at WhereToNextMelina or check out my blog, WhereToNextMelina.com. Thank you for joining me. I love y'all. I feel so full, so happy and blessed to be a part of your life. Thank you. I will see you next Monday. Mwah!